Thanks for tuning in to the Boiler Express podcast. Join us each week as we dive into all things Purdue sports. You'll hear in-depth analysis of our previous and upcoming games, as well as interviews with players and people involved in the Purdue sports fandom. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and YouTube for our live stream shows as well. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Boiler Express podcast. I have a guest with us tonight, uh, which we'll get in here, uh, get into it here in just a second. Uh, before we get into that, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Martin Vintage, awesome Purdue Apparel. Go check them out. CBBanalytics.com. Great website for all your stats and numbers. We know we love those over here. Uh, CincyBlitzboards.com, Purdue-owned uh, business. Go get your Blitzboards there. Check those guys out. Some pretty cool stuff. And with us tonight, we have Burke uh, from Off and Donned. Burke, if you'd like to introduce yourself and uh, talk about where our guests can find you, and uh, then we'll get into some ball. Yeah, Burke White, host of the Often Daunted podcast. For those of you out of the know, that's a play on of the Indiana fight song, you know, Never Daunted, We Cannot Falter. Unfortunately, this program has been very often daunted in the recent history. And uh, yeah, you can find me anywhere across socials at Often Daunted, but I have a feeling a lot of your fan base is going to hate it. Uh, I mean, who knows? I, uh, I I love I love listening to all Big Ten podcasts and knowing yeah. what's going on across the Big Ten. Um, but we're happy to have you on today to talk about this upcoming uh, Purdue Indiana game. Um, Burke and I have done some collaboration in the past, and uh, he was he was great to work with. So really excited to have him on here tonight and uh, talk about this upcoming game. Um, but before we get into the to the game, um, let, let let's talk about Indiana's recent win over Ohio State. We were talking about it just a second ago. Um, but I, in my opinion, it was a really impressive win, you know, to be down, I think it was a 16, uh, was the, the, the total deficit at one point. Um, you know, and then to just grind your way back in there, uh, Galloway had a big game. Um, was it a renewed, the other player that had a really big game scoring wise, Yep, 25, um, I mean, and to do it without uh, without Xavier Johnson, I know what, what's the injury status of Malik renew is he, he's not a hundred percent still, is he, um, he had a, uh, ankle issue i think three games prior two games prior um i he, he's not a hundred percent i'd say but i mean 85 percent malik renew if he's doing that i'll take it every time he, this this kid's this the step this guy has taken this sophomore season is just incredible you know it 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 really is and and we you know he he took over that game uh we, we saw trey galloway step up but you know, what did what did what did you see from the Indiana squad in that game that that has you encouraged right now? And, um, you know, just as a whole, what are some things that you can take away from that game that you think they can carry into um, into Mackey on Saturday? Well, I mean, we saw a glimpse of a potential comeback in Assembly Hall. Don't say we didn't, Purdue fans. Don't say we didn't. And uh, I mean, we just got the full blown version here in the Columbus game. Now, admittedly, that was against an Ohio State team who is becoming known for doing just that. So got to take that with a grain of salt. But I mean, just a game like that can do wonders for confidence And this Indiana team. Like it's cliche. It's it's some of the data data crunchers. I mean, no offense to the stat guy right here. I'm talking to, but they can say this effort and confidence, all that is, I mean, it isn't calculable. It isn't tangible, man. it, It is real. It is real. And this, I completely it, agree. Yeah. As, as a data numbers guy, there is yeah. a certain unquantifiable aspect of sports that the human factor that you can never account for. Totally support it, that. Yeah. And, and it, it just plays into all the just body language talk that everybody's had about this Indiana team all season. The body language is down. 
man, it, the games like this, I hope to God can do wonders for this program that desperately needs to get right. Now, am I saying we're going to beat Purdue and get get all right all at once? No, not by any means. But this this game was definitely something to build on. This uh, Trey Galloway performance, they are few and far between. But, man, we, we utilized every bit of it to squeak that one out. And so looking here, uh, he was he was eight, eight for 15 from the floor, um, you know, 10 for 15 at the line. I'm talking about uh, Malik Renew here. Um, I think the 10 for 15 at the line is is probably the most impressive thing, you know, to to shoot over 50 percent from the floor and then go, you know, 66 percent at the line. I mean, to one guy shooting 15 free throws, that's something Purdue fans know know a little bit about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's I mean, his his jump from freshman to sophomore is definitely not something that I. I expected um, how can you kind of give me your thoughts on, on Mbako in terms of, you know, before the season, I feel like he was, I don't want to say over heights, but I feel like the, he had unfair expectations. Let's say, um, yeah, I know you were, your expectations were a little bit different, but how, how have you seen him progress so far this season? It's it's hit, defensively. It is night and day when he stepped foot on campus, those first non-conference games, defensively he was he was unplayable um we knew the offense would come eventually he is a vibe shooter he is a i'm feeling myself i it's time to go get a shot guy and uh it's just about getting him the opportunities getting him in rhythm and we saw we saw it at the beginning of the uh game in assembly hall you saw mckenzie getting into that rhythm unfortunately mike woodson did what he has been doing um over the course of the season and fouling his own guys out like two fouls against Purdue. You're such an underdog. You you got to let it ride, especially when he's the only guy doing anything offensively. So, I mean, what his expectations for the season may have been unfair, but honestly, the game he's bringing right now, he's living up to it. It, it took a while to get here, but we're here. Yeah. And I, I, I completely agree. I've seen, uh, I've seen a lot of improvement for him, uh, mostly on the defensive end. You know, he, he, he started off shooting a little rocky, but he he kind of found his stroke. And like you said, he he gave Indiana the initial scoring spark um, at the game at Assembly Hall. And if I recall correctly, uh, it was Mbako, Ware, and Renew all were in foul trouble in the first half, right? Yeah, and Mike chooses to sit them. Which, when you are going up against Purdue, just a mechanized, you know, unit of free throw just pain and suffering on their opposition it is hey it's it's winning basketball but it is painful to the other teams and uh just you need to roll the dice and Mm -hmm. uh you need to keep your three best players not even in question the three best players head like talent wise three steps above the next guy like you need to keep them in that game and I'm hoping to God somebody has gotten to him since that time. And they and if that is the same case here, which it very well could be, Zach Eady's going to draw tons of fouls. That's what he does. He does it very well. And uh, we just need him to trust his guys to play a little more controlled because we can't afford to not have them on the other end of the ball. Well, the you know the thing about Ware is he has he has the length and he has the he has the ability to make life difficult just just with his length. You know he can. I feel like him just standing there you know, creating an obstacle for anyone to shoot over is going to a not draw a ton of fouls and b just make life difficult. Um, but I, if I recall, he, he, he did put where back in toward the end of the first half in the, the game at assembly hall. Is that right? 
Yeah, yeah. When he, with like two minutes just, to go. Yeah, man, you were having Peyton yeah. Sparks hold down the front court against one of the most elite front courts in the country. Like yeah. we needed need, something needed to be done, but man, it it, came, it comes too late too many times this season where he he lets it get to ear like <laughs> un like fixable levels. Like we cannot come back into games with how he sits these guys, and then we get to like a twenty point deficit and then he's ready to jump back in and see if we can crawl our way back in so it's, uh so the it's frustrating <laughs> the hole gets too deep before a drastic change is made is that yeah like, yeah exactly okay. yeah sorry yeah. That was no, I'm, a yeah, I'm with roundabout you. way to say that yeah, yeah yeah i'm with you here yeah um well you know in, the, in in the first game you know we didn't purdue wasn't playing the majority of the game against renew against mbako and against where um, and that's that's honestly what has me a little a little bit nervous. I, I mean, first of all, this is a rivalry game. This is a game that you know guys are going to get hyped up for. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a game where you know trends and stats and, and everything just kind of goes out the window. These are one um, games that you can be remembered forever for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and especially like, the guys. You know, like I think of someone like Ware. You know, for example, ninety nine percent chance he's not back next season. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, given that he's a projected top 10 pick last I saw. Um, so like, why not, why not do something big against your, your, your rival? Right. I mean, and I know the Purdue coaching staff tells their players, especially the, the transfers, you want to be remembered forever, do something, do something in this game. So I, I know, you know, the Indiana staff is doing that, but you know, we didn't, we didn't, Purdue was playing against a, a, a second unit almost the entire game. And so I can kind of see this game just, just, ending a little bit differently. And, and I know the line right now is Purdue by 20 last I checked, um, which, uh, which seems, seems extreme uh, in my opinion. However, we had, we, we, we did have it. a live show last <laughs> night. We had a ton of comments, people saying it should be 30. It should be, you know, 27 at least. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying I think Purdue loses. I'm saying I think it's a closer game than that, but Burke, what are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are, I really, really wish a sophomore Jalen hood Shafino was taking the floor in Mackey. Um, really hope that that was the case, but it is just a case of, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's the Purdue Indiana game. Anybody can seize that spotlight and Mackenzie and Baco, if he gets some more minutes, man, like, like Jalen hood Shafino last season, he had some games where he would go like one in 15, mm-hmm. just, just abysmal numbers. But he, I, he took every shot like the next one was going in. He would miss seven, and he, in his head, the eighth is just money. And and McKenzie has a lot of that same, like, mental makeup. And, uh, man, it's going to take a heroic performance. I just don't see how you can mechanically contend with Purdue right now. And, I, uh, gosh, I remember that Jalen hood Shafino performance because he was taking the shots that Purdue wanted him to take. It's like, yeah, hey, you want to yeah. take pull-ups at the free throw line? Go for it. And you know and, what? Uh, they just kept uh, looking, going in. Yeah, yeah, looking back at it, Indiana being just the worst shot-selecting team in the country, it honestly might have built, all been building up to that moment for Jalen Huchavino to sink yeah. those because he had been taking those all season long. And I, uh, I, I'm probably going to sound arrogant here, but I feel like that game probably did a little bit for his draft stock too. Oh, yeah. um because oh, those yeah. are the those are the shots you got to hit at the next level but um yeah purdue every, actually had every, to change the whole country was up. watching it man and yeah it was just both both programs in great positions it's it's the best game there is 
Yeah, so um, I didn't ask you about this uh, before, but you know, I know there's a lot of, um, I'll say, uh, split opinions on on Mike Woodson. Um, you know, what are your thoughts? I I feel like he's done a really good job, and that people need to relax a little bit. But you know, what are your thoughts in terms of just his overall overall coaching? Do you feel like he's he's uh, you know just still needs a little bit more time? I mean, obviously, I think Indiana's at 14 and nine right now. Not necessarily the start that you or the probably the majority of the fan base were thinking or expecting for this season, but just on the season as a whole. And, uh, you know, how, how do you feel like Woodson's done so far? Um, I, I wish we were in a better position. I, I don't want to speak ill of Mike Woodson. Um, some of the just minute management with those foul trouble management, man, there are too many opportunities that I think we've let slip away just based on not, not just rolling the dice with McKenzie with uh, Malik sometimes, but he is getting guys here. He is uh, the, the, we, the, the future is promising, but the mm-hmm. way that he constructed this roster, man, it they, there's no way he had a vision for what was going to happen this season. He he was dealt the cards of Xavier Johnson, I guess, to an extent. Like we we just put all of our eggs in that basket, and now we're sleeping in the bed we made. And like that, that absolutely limited his ability to go get another scorer in the backcourt because who wanted to share share a ball with Xavier Johnson? And uh, it's tough, man. Like the the fan base just has such a quick trigger finger, and uh, I don't want to act and blow it when uh, we 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 can we have the time to ride this out and see mm-hmm. where else it can go. I I think he has time. I I would like for him to have the time. Yeah, I agree and that that the pipelines there, right? The 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 recruiting pipelines there, the player development we're starting to see some of that come. I just think um I think I think this time next year Indiana is going to be a terrifying team. I really do. I, I, uh, assuming... However, yeah, however the queen recruitment goes, that's going to really mm-hmm help my like faith in woodson but uh yeah yeah liam uh liam mcneely is a monster I've, I've watched a lot of film on him and he's uh he's terrifying and i'm i'm i think it's a safe assumption to say mbako's back this time uh he comes back next season yeah yeah here's yeah open. yeah and, that's yeah a- man it's it, in this new day of the nil i'm just like these these top talent guys they're gonna have whispers in their ears it's about keeping them and you know if Mike Woodson is able to bring back Mbako next year, there's no rumblings of otherwise, but I'm just like, he's such a talented guy and he's starting to unravel like the potential and everyone's starting to see it that there will be guys trying to go out there and court him. Yeah, that is uh that is an unfortunate thing. Not only do you have to worry about players leaving for the NBA, you have to worry about potential poachings going on from other coaches and, you know, other teams wanting players to come The I know when Purdue played Gonzaga, there was rumblings of, few this past summer trying to get Braden Smith to, you know, throw in money at him and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, and I, I know, uh, I feel like I use NIL situations got to be pretty good. Oh uh, yeah. And, uh, with, with cubes just selling the Mavs, I'm, I'm just hoping to God, he's just doing that to become like the shadow president of Indiana basketball. Yeah. That was honestly really surprising to, to see yeah. that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was kind of shocked because that seems like uh, something he he cherishes uh, quite a bit. But yeah, yeah, who knows? He could be funneling some of that or a decent amount of that money into uh, into IU. Oh, yeah. um, so what is what is a path to an IU win look like? And this is something we talked about last night. Um, and 
uh, I was asked that question. It's like, well, you know, Frank, if you're if you're not sure Purdue pulls out the win, like how does how does IU win? But I just said, you know, like we didn't see we didn't see a ton of wear. We didn't see a ton of Mbaka. We didn't see a ton of Renew. You know, those three guys collectively, as you said, probably the three best best players. I mean, we've seen um, Galloway be a wild card this season. You know, he can go off for 25 or he can go stone cold. Um, I, I, I think it's unlikely Xavier Johnson plays unless you can correct me on that if I'm wrong. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't think he's playing. But I feel there, like there really hasn't been firm word on anything regarding him yet. It's, it's bizarre. He, he, he just had such an odd season. Um, I, I, I can't help but feel like he's got he's got something outside of basketball going on. I just feel for the guy, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, there, tough. it's tough how it's coming down to the wire here. The, the frustration and the and the anger he's kind of exhibited I mean that's that seems to, to transcend basketball but you know Gabe Cups played well um, he had a couple of big shots in the minutes that without Xavier Johnson um, you know in the first game but in your mind what 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 would it take to get a win in Mackey this Saturday um Mike Woodson is just letting Kalel rip the three Kalel shoots the ball incredibly from three um if he's having to hold the Purdue front court honest, pull him out there and uh, just, I, I think he could take Zach on the dribble. If Zach is even inclined to get out there at all. Cause honestly, if he's not sinking it, if Indiana's not making their shots, Zach can park his ass in the paint and just, just, you know, limit anything that Indiana can really throw at him. Um, and it, It's interesting. Cause that's, that's what we saw against, against Wisconsin. He was kind of playing that center field. Uh, yeah, and you know, yeah. Wisconsin had five guys on the floor that could shoot too. Which I thought was really interesting that they were just kind of daring um, Wall or Crowell to take threes, and neither one of them really, really did in that game. Um, looking at, looking at yeah. uh, Khalil Ware, do you know what his three point percentage is? It's pretty good, especially I, I, for a big I guy. think it's incredibly high because he takes probably two a game, and he's making at least one of those. Like okay. it's, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive the way he's able to shoot, and it's just impressive how quickly he's just made up his mind. He gets it off quick, man, and. Uh, it's gonna take it's gonna take Kalel where sinking that shot. See, I don't know if it's Khalil or Kalel. I once heard an I, I've heard it pronounced both ways. Yeah. I once heard an interview where he pronounced it both ways. Oh, okay. And, that makes it far more confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh yeah, we're gonna need that. We're gonna need Mbako to find just every tool in his bag. Like we're gonna have to have him just explode onto the scene with just so, a this would so be a where's that forty three percent from game. three. 43% from three this season and in the last five games, 50%. So he's been shooting the ball well uh, yeah. and it looks like, yeah, he's averaging 1.6 per game. So yeah, I'm pretty much in, in line with what you said. And more on where just uh, he needs to util utilize his spring, man. It looked like in that last game, he just, he isn't going to beat Zach with the muscle. He isn't going to beat him playing just post ball. He needs to jump. He needs to utilize mm -hmm. his athleticism. That is objectively superior than Zach. He yeah. Like that, that is what he has on him and you need to use the only tool you got on. Him. Yeah. I will not, I will not dispute that at all that he is, uh, he's much more athletic than he is for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Gidi's got the size and the, and the oh, strength, he has, but yeah, yeah. And the yeah. where has, where has the bounce? Yeah. Where has the bounce? Yeah. As, speaking of at the very end of the Ohio state game, it looked like he, he tweaked his ankles, everything, everything good with him as far as you know. Yeah, man, that was just, I think that was just a goofy step. <laughs> who amongst us hasn't taken a goofy step yeah i mean when i was i was watching that game without sound and i was like surely there it was looked a foul bad. or something it looked there bad. yeah 
Yeah, like, you know, when those guys go down without any contact, that's usually the worst case. But no, he yeah. got back up, got back in the game. All, all seemed well. I couldn't help but wonder uh, if he uh, just missed that layup in transition and just like, oh, I, I got hurt. You know, oh my God. That's dude, the, but the, way this, the, the way this season has been going, I was like, of course, of course, this is how this game ends. Just somehow he misses that just breakaway layup and they get two points somehow to win this game. So I always like to like to ask this question, but what is a what is an outsider's perspective of Purdue look like these days? Um, because a lot of us feel like we're the most hated uh, team. It seems like I, every, everyone seems to seems to think so negatively, uh, not only of Purdue, but that seems uh, even more of, of Zach Eady. It seems like he's like the the most hated player sometimes. But what's a What's an external opinion look like these days? Because I'm, I'm, my world's very Purdue centric, and I always love to ask this question just to get a feel for like how do other people view view the Purdue program right now? Man, I don't know if it's the color scheme or whatever. You guys, the the lighting in Mackey, it's, it's pretty bright. I would say right now Purdue, I would say they are oppressive, like <laughs> impressive and oppressive. The, the 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 support around this fan base is, is at an all-time high but man they they can be nasty they can be amongst the nastiest in the big 10 i mean that that speaks volumes to a pride in a program because of course you're going to have the crazies for every 100 normal you're going to have another crazy and i'm uh, yeah. glad to see that purdue is just gaining more and more it's going to mean great rivalry matchups to come and it's it's uh, yeah it's rising it. tide lifts all boats and so are you saying are you saying our, our, our fans are crazy? Is that uh, I mean the, the, the ones the, that go right. after <laughs> I guess when whenever I'm I'm never like intermixed with a Purdue fan and it's like a mm-hmm. good time, really. You know what I mean? Interesting. Okay. <laughs> not not yeah. I mean, other than you guys like talking yeah, ball, yeah, but yeah. I just mean like if somebody's coming at me, it's they're them coming at me. I uh yeah, that yeah, that's good to know. Um, because I'm I'm never on I'm on the receiving end of that from other fan bases. Um no, my yeah, my did. my little brother is a senior there right now, so oh, I, mean, awesome. I, I yeah, do have right. a little. I do have a little. Just man, it's so bittersweet with Purdue sometimes in my own head because I just want him to have the time of his life. Because man, when basketball's going good, like campus is just alive. It's so much. Yeah, better. it is. Man. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget when Purdue beat Iowa um, in the la- the the last year with Ivy, the first ever number one ranking game um number uh Purdue was number two number one had lost and basically it was like beat Iowa and you're, and you're guaranteed number one and walking out of the stadium and just I mean it was like a massive party all over campus yeah, and it's incredible that was my wife's first game in Mackey um her first actual home game so she got to see the just the party atmosphere after it, it was it was pretty cool yeah it was a it was a really cool thing to see but uh that yeah that's that that's some interesting insight to have um because I've I've uh it just seems like this year, no, no disrespect to our Illinois friends, the Illinois fans have just seemed to be really, really combative this season. I will say what what I do give credit to the Purdue fans is is they have receipts far more often than an Illinois fan. Oh yeah, they they they'll they'll come with the numbers, they'll come with the the facts far more often. <laughs> yeah, we uh, I guess I just I just feel like we've been attacked so much that we just we we, we just <laughs> bookmark bookmark a bunch of tweets and say here look here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So that's uh. That's yeah, that that's some good insight to have. Um, Why are you asking me questions like that? Trying to get me murdered I'm, on your show? I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm just. I I love to know. No, no one's gonna murder me. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I'm I, just, I'm just I'm I'm just curious what the but you know but but of the of the 
the team and 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 the players like obviously Zach Eady gets the the national recognition um you know how does how, what's what's the outside perspective of the rest of the team is it is it Zach Eady and four other no names um or I mean like a, a lot of people say like well Purdue would be terrible without Zach Eady I don't necessarily believe that you know we saw Purdue go on a pretty decent run against Illinois when he got in foul trouble um you know but what's the how do, how do people view the backcourt, I guess? Let's 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 start there. I mean, shooting translates. Shooting always results positive, and Purdue can shoot the hell out of the ball in the backcourt. Um, Braden Smith, I, I an honest Indiana fan would tell you he should have been on that koozie list. An honest Indiana fan would tell you he is one of the better Big Ten point guards, if not in the – he is a great point guard. He is. But – I honestly feel like the right defender really presents some serious problems for him. And uh, it, it isn't something he has quite shaken off entirely. Now, this is me watching the limited amount of Purdue basketball I do watch. But it, as far as like Fletcher Lawyer, he seems like he's getting into that uh, like fire and ice. Yeah. Just agreed. regiment yeah. where he's either on and when he's on, watch out. It's going to be dangerous or he's just ice cold off. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very up and down for him. That's a, that, that, that's a very, very good assessment. And, and yeah, we, we have seen Braden struggle against the really, really physical and aggressive uh, defenders this season. I, I, you know, I think that his, his assist numbers are really impressive. Um, they're about double what they were last season. Uh, but, you know, his turnovers are about the same. And I think that's probably the floor. And and honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him throwing crazy passes and stuff because more often than not, it's going to go for an assist and a turnover. Um, and I just think that, you know, that we'll have to – I might just I'll be something about, we live with. About Braden, just – I think if I had a bet on any one guy to get a triple-double in college basketball any night, it would probably be Braden. And that, that speaks to him, but, like, the system around him as well. And a comment here. Long-time listener for all. Yeah. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Love you, Frank. That's all. Appreciate you, random person <laughs> who I don't know who don't know who you are. But um, yeah, I I'm I I'm really impressed with Braden this season. Um, I, I think that he has a bright future. I mean, and uh, to flip it back to IU for a second, I'm really impressed with Gabe Cups in the in the minutes we've seen him. I think that he is going to be. I think I know he's going to be a really solid junior. I think he's going to be a pretty good sophomore, honestly. Like the just the his ability to knock down really timely shots has been impressive this season. I think by Braden Smith's senior year, him versus Gabe Cups will those storylines will be pretty fire. Oh, like, yeah, those will be, be pretty awesome. good. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, yeah, it's it's Gabe Cups. Man, his shot is not falling. It's it's been tough. It's been tough from the floor, but it's all there. It, it's it. It, it'll come it'll come it didn't has come it nearly had, as quick as the purdue backcourt and of course we're gonna be like yeah that sucks but has his shot time. not been falling I, I swear every time i watch indiana he comes in and he just like knocks down a, a quick three and, man it, it's been tough going we we need more if it, it it's not so much a case as he isn't converting it he just isn't getting them up i see okay and like he, he isn't gonna really feel his rhythm get get into his game until he gets those up because he spent all of high school being the just every shot was his mm -hmm. so it's like man we, we we could use a little bit of that well you you talked about the the flash of a comeback that we saw in assembly hall and i, I feel like he was a big part of that um, oh yeah no he, his de 
he his hands defensively, I really think that he he's he's a pest. He's a gnat. And stuff like that, I think, could potentially give Braden Smith some problems, but he we're gonna need a big game from him defensively for sure in this one. Yeah. Have you ever been to a game at Assembly Hall by chance? Oh, yeah. Or, no, I'm yeah, sorry, well, not Assembly Hall, Mac no, Arena. No, yeah. no, I haven't. Yeah, I've been to a game at Assembly Hall. That's what I was just thinking about. Um yeah. any 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 plans to? Oh yeah, I was I was trying to make it down just this my being be my brother's last year on campus. I really wanted to make it down there, but man, two two kids under two. It's getting crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine that's that's gotta be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh we'll we'll wrap up here with a uh a final final no hey hey yeah on that on that let me sorry for interrupting you've been to both what'd you think about assembly hall i thought so i went into assembly hall with high expectations um and i don't want to say it didn't live up to expectations i so i was in the balcony and um that's not something that 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 doesn't help that doesn't help (laughs) we 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 don't have a balcony yeah um you can sit in the last row at mackie which i have many times uh, and it's still not a bad seat so the view the view wasn't great uh in terms of the atmosphere so this was the uh you you'll remember this game i'm sure the the matt harms game it was the like 45 to 43 like matt harms final tip-in game with with carson edwards and uh, juan morgan um it was just a rock fight uh but you know in term in terms of the atmosphere um it was it was pretty good it was pretty rowdy um there were quite a few purdue fans around us so i feel like i wasn't fully you know immersed in everything um Mm -hmm. but yeah i would give it I mean, I'm going to sound like a homer, but if Mackey's a 10, I'm going to give Assembly Hall like an eight and a half, I would say. Okay. Uh, is a good. And I've been to, uh, I, I live in Kentucky, so I've been to games at, at Louisville and both at uh, and University of Kentucky, and they're just like miles away, like three, three out of 10 in terms of atmosphere. So yeah, it was a good time. It was, uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't know how people would act. Everyone was nice and cordial though, with, uh, you know, a few comments on the way out, but everybody was good. Hey, so. hey, that's all you can ask for. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, it was fun. Doesn't make you guys look like a bunch of assholes. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did get uh, flipped off as we were parking, but yeah, that's <laughs> about it. Yeah, there was. We were flying Purdue flags on the on the vehicle. Well, we why in, are you doing but... that in Bloomington now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that probably wasn't, <laughs> wasn't the best idea. But no, yeah, it was. It was a good time. I was. I was happy to get to go. Uh, um, so we can do we can do margin of victory or, or final score or a combination of the two, but um, I'll I'll let you start. What's your what's your what do you think for a score or margin of victory this Saturday? Oh, I think uh, man, objectively, who you can't say that Purdue isn't gonna like win this game. Purdue Purdue is a monster right now. Indiana is struggling more than we have in the last three years. Hoosiers by two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, no, I, yeah, I just, no. I just have to pray for you guys. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know I sound like an ignorant idiot. It's I am ignorantly optimistic in most things and in the most in Indiana basketball. So uh, yeah, I, I, I really think that there could be a heroic performance by one of these guys that brings it out, that brings Indiana the victory. I saw it last season. I saw it. Yeah. And if if there's one player who has the breakout game or or who, you know, goes off for 30, let's say, who who might that be? I think it's McKenzie. Okay. I, I, I think I think he just is is so talented that if it can all go right for 40 minutes, it's gonna be something to behold. 
And that's a big if. That is a huge if. But, man, I can hold out hope because that's pretty much all we got heading into this matchup in Mackey. Yeah, the guy the guy that has me worried is Galloway. Um, as it seems like there's a correlation between when he plays well and IU's ability to win. I mean, he, you know, he, IU didn't beat Kansas, but, you know, he played, he scored 28 points in that game. Um, you know, went down to the wire. IU led most of the way. Yeah, because of um, him. Yeah. Yeah, he scored 25 against Ohio State in that major comeback. He's the one who, who I've just got to keep my eye on. Um, but I, last night I said, you know, Purdue by 10. And I, I still feel comfortable saying that. However, your prediction would not surprise me one bit just because of the emotional aspect and the the rivalry aspect. And, you know, I, I, I've been to several Purdue-Indiana games at Mackey, and they, you know, Indiana draws a decent crowd. I just, I, I don't know. There, there are so many unknowns, and I would feel, I would feel a lot more confident if this was any other team in the Big Ten, to be honest with you, at home. Um, you know, Purdue looked, I don't want to say they looked vulnerable against Northwestern, but Northwestern hit a bunch of really tough shots. But Northwestern came into Mackey and put enforced overtime. So, you know, I mean, any, anything can happen. But I, I, my official prediction would be, uh, would be uh, Purdue, Purdue by 10, 10 to 12, realistically. Um, and I think that my player would be Lance Jones with it. He's just going to continue doing his thing that he's been doing lately and being a, that guy that takes over the game when he, when we need him to. Lance Jones, man, he, he, he's been doing so well that you have other fan bases being like, you, you just got here, man. Like, just, yeah. just well, you, you aren't Purdue basketball. Like it's, it's, he has been just welcomed by that fan base. You can see it from the outside. But you're like, man, you just got here. Purdue basketball is forged over years yeah, of this yeah. ugly, bit, beat like just slow basketball. That's just you know the Hoosier perspective. But yeah, he's uh he he he's been an awesome awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll call I'll, I'll I'll call it a surprise. I think the yeah. the coaching staff didn't even expect that he would he would start. They thought he'd be a you know 10, 12 minute per game guy off the bench come in when we need it when you need defense type of player but he's been he's been really good especially lately i mean he, he's been doing his thing but we saw like against Rutgers, for example he only had four four points but he had 10 rebounds and five steals and all of his steals came like right as Rutgers was making a push to get back into the game he would get a steal and, and just you know take it down run some offense and it so it just the timeliness of the plays is 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 pretty cool to see but yeah that's my uh i i think I think him knowing, you know, this there's only nine games left this season, you know, and this is the only season with Purdue. So I think that that emotional aspect will uh, lead him to do something pretty cool. But I'm pumped. Uh, I'm I'm super excited for this game. I've been this excited for a game um, probably since Arizona, honestly. So I'm I'm really pumped for this one. How are you feeling, Burke? Uh, I'm might not be as pumped just based on our road here, but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, dude, it's Indiana Purdue. How do you not get up for yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. It's the best. It's the best, man. Absolutely. Well, if there's nothing else, we'll go ahead and and wrap up. Uh, do want to thank everyone for tuning in. Again, be sure to check out Often Donned. Um, you're on uh, on Twitter. Um, you he does really cool graphics. It's one thing I got to give you props for, man. Are those graphics that you put out? Yeah, thanks, really, man. really good stuff. Uh, I know thanks. a lot of time goes into that. Uh, a lot of cool stats and uh, little fun nuggets about the team and stuff oh, before. you're being yeah. too nice right now but no, thanks. No, it's good <laughs> stuff. but thank you so much for coming on man uh we really appreciate it and uh let's hope for a really entertaining game this saturday absolutely man hey go hoosiers <laughs> we'll let you say that yeah
All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.